Welcome to the Talent Talk with Robert Walters podcast, where we speak to business leaders around the globe to bring you the latest trends and insights from the world of work. Good afternoon, good evening, or good, or good morning, depending on where you are in this, this wonderful world. Um, and welcome to the Robert Walters LATAM Leadership uh, Podcast. Our, our guest today is Marin Mignot, a French citizen and a graduate of physics and aerospace engineering. Marin moved to Latin America in mid-2019 after working in aerospace with Airbus and Sojeti, then change management and innovation consulting with Capgemini uh, across France, Germany and Singapore. In August uh, 2019, uh, Marin joined Ingenico as the regional COO responsible for the transformation of Ingenico LATAM with a focus on innovation, startups and fintechs engagement, as well as digital solutions. For those of you who don't know, Ingenico is a global leader in the fintech market with a global workforce in excess of 8,000 people whose mission is to provide seamless payment solutions for their merchants and their customers. Uh, with the explosion of e-commerce this year, the company is extremely well positioned to grow over the next few years. So we're really excited to talk to Marin today. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Marin. Hey, hi, Kevin. Good, uh, good to talk to you, and thanks for having me here today. No, it's great. So look, um, uh, like you, um, I, I moved here from, from Singapore to Latin America. So I, I'm really keen to understand uh, for, for you, Marin, how is the business environment in Latin America compared to your time in, in Asia? Kevin, um, great, great question. You know, and let me, uh, let me first have a look, I will say, on the uh, overall, I will say, finance, like payment ecosystem uh, in, in Asia. And I will have a, a kind of a deep dive on, on, on Singapore. Um, Great. You know that, that, that Singapore has a very strong uh, support from the monetary authority. And I think that will probably mm. be one of my first uh, touch points. You know, the, uh, the MIS uh, is really uh, pushing for new uh, open regulation. Uh, and and, uh, and uh, they have a kind of a, of a very strong figure with uh, Subnandu Moenti, with the chief fintech officer. And he's pushing the, uh, the open regulation very, very strongly. We have an instant payment in Singapore since 2014. Uh, the the open, uh, open banking regulation with sandbox and all the, I will say, uh, facilities for the ecosystem to be uh, extremely uh, buoyant. So uh, this is, I think, one of the key points of, of, uh, of Singapore, you know, very strong support from, from the uh, authority. We also have uh, an absolutely uh, Brilliant, you know, uh, fintech uh, and, and startup ecosystem, very diverse, very culturally diverse. It's a, a kind of a, you know, a, a melting pot. So I would say that you know, this uh, facility, uh, this kind of a pool of talent, and obviously the kind of, of, uh, of um, uh, economical growth that, that Asia brings uh, to, uh, to, the, to, the, to the equation, no, uh, remind you, a uh, quarter of the uh, global GDP is come is come from Asia. Uh, probably uh, the uh, quickest and fa fastest, you know, wealth formation uh, is also from there. The population is relatively young, something around 27, 28 years old, kind of almost digital native. So we really have all the recipe, you know, for uh, for uh, success. 
in terms in term of innovation and especially in the finance and payment ecosystem. Uh, if we extend a little bit, you know, we also have uh, payments, uh, instant payment in India since 2014 with PTM. Uh, in a country that is dear to you in Australia, we have the NPP, the new payment platform since oh, 2018. Yes. So uh, we can see that, you know, somehow I would say Asia is, is, a, bit, is a bit ahead uh, of, of Latin America. Uh, and probably uh, it's, it's a good, it's a good uh, laboratory for Latin America to observe. So having said that, you know, if we kind of now look, look at, at, at Brazil, and as you mentioned, I know I arrived a, a little bit more than a year, I have been extremely positively surprised also by the uh, energy that, that we can find in terms of, of, uh, of fintech uh, and, and how it is, it is also very much buoyant, you know. Uh, if we look at the uh, district of fintech reports, you know, from from this year, uh, we can count a bit more than 700, you know, fintech registered. Uh, out of which uh, I would say like 16% are in payments, employing close to 14,000 people. Um, and and it's a, it's a, it's a market that that has seen like 120 million US dollar invested in the last five years. So also extremely dynamic. So in terms of competency, talents, they, they, there is also some kind of, of similarity. And we can say that, you know, it, it, has, it has enabled, you know, Brazil to position itself very well in all, all sorts of solutions. E-wallet, digital bank accounts, apps, mobile uh, access, you know, money transfer, cashback, loyalty, uh, PFM. So by the same token, you know, I will see also a diversity of solutions that is very strong in, in Brazil. And, we, and I have to say that, you know, uh, the, 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 the Brazil Central Bank is doing a, a fairly good job, you know. The, we will have the, the peaks, the instant payment by the end of the year, but we will also have uh, open, open uh, uh, banking for next year. And really here we can see the willingness of the Central Bank to push efficiency. We can understand that by foster competition, transparency, security, uh, going towards maybe a cashless uh, uh, society, increase uh, the, uh, the or decrease the number of end bank. So in a sense, uh, maybe slightly, you know, uh, 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 behind uh, Asia, but definitely uh, in the footstep uh, uh, for, uh, for a few more, a few years behind. And I see an extreme uh, strong willingness of Brazil uh, to to catch up. Mm. Uh, and, and I think that that makes, you know, the, the, the job here in Brazil absolutely uh, great. Great. So uh, you, I know that, that you were sort of working with, with Capgemini, which is a pure consulting business, and and you've come into Ingenico. I, I was at, at breakfast the other morning and I was given a, a little Ingenico you know, machine for, for my car the other day. So it's a, I guess it comes from a di different place, Capgemini and Ingenico. How, how has it been the, 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 the move from, from, from the consulting business to what in, in, in a large part is a more of a product-focused business? No, it's it's uh, it's it's the way it looks like. And let me uh, let me uh, deep dive a little bit. Obviously, you know, Ingenico is, is a great company. is one of the of the leader of the you know the, the payment terminal uh, of the last forty years. But exactly, you know, uh, uh, this is the, the reason why they recruit me because they they want to 
reposition or we want to reposition ourselves at not being uh, uh, only a great company that manufacture a terminal, but also a company that provide end-to-end -end terminal. So hence, actually, you know, the, the very reason why uh, I, I, I guess they recruited me and, and why I joined uh, Ingenico, it's because they wanted kind of my consulting slash services, knowledge and expertise. Because now the, exer the exercise is really to look you know, on how we can develop new solutions for the market and, and you know, making, making uh, some, some like, uh, paradigms, two paradigms, one against the other. It's uh, production is, is a kind of an inside-out sell. You, know, you, build, you build your machine and you go on the market and, and push it and try to sell it, where solution is, a, is an outside-in uh, kind of, of relationship with the market. So they're recruiting me because they wanted to make sure that we can bring this consulting services, I would say, approach to the new Ingenico. Is the sales process uh, much different from, from when you're approaching clients? Is it a longer sales process or a different style of sales it's, process? It's, it's definitely a, a different uh, sales process. You know, uh, as, as I said, you know, we are now very much uh, looking at putting the uh, the client at the center of uh, of our preoccupation, uh, we are we are very much having a, a, an approach that is a client centric, people centric approach. You know, uh, understanding the pain point, understanding the challenge, and somehow uh, having a solution that is tailor made. Where, where by, by contrast, you can consider that, you know, when you build or when, when we are building a portfolio of terminals, okay, we have this, this great, you know, technical, very savvy terminals, but it's still, you know, we have a portfolio of terminal and we go and kind of push the terminal to the market. When we are looking at the, at the consulting, it's again, the other, the other way around. And, and, if the, 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 the sales cycle uh, is, is maybe uh, uh, different, the, the expected, uh, I would say, answer from the client is much faster. You know? On the terminals, mm. we have a kind of a production slash manufacturing kind mm. of a internal clock. You know? And if you say, oh, I will answer you in a couple of days, okay, that's kind of, you know, that's the norm. Mm. When you go to the service, the consulting approach, you don't have a couple of days to answer the client. You know, it's probably more in a couple of, of, of hours. And, and, and you know that more than anybody, yeah. I guess. So, so your mandate in Genico was, was it to go out and sort of sell these solutions to Ingenico's current hardware customers, or was it to go and look for a whole new group of customers for the Ingenico business? My, 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 uh, I have two missions. Uh, as, as the head of mm -hmm. the operation. The, the first one is obviously to make sure that I would say the traditional Ingenico that is providing top class terminal to our clients, uh, obviously mm -hmm. still work. You know? So it is all that has to do with a supply chain, right. logistic, uh, um, engineering process, quality process, uh, et cetera, and the lot. So, and and that's, that is still very relevant for us because we want to stay one of the leaders of providing terminal. Yep. The, the second, uh, I would say, half of, uh, of my job is really to uh, shape new, uh, uh, shape a portfolio of new service and solution. 
And here, this is where I will say the, the Capgemini slash service uh, expertise helps, where it's a, look at the clients and look at what do they need, not only what do they need mm. into the uh, provided terminal to them, but what do they need in, in their whole, I will say, hand-to-hand scope of payment needs. You know, how can we position ourselves as a hand-to-hand solution payment company? And this is really where so, so, no, we, we, build, we build a new portfolio of solutions. So without giving away sort of too much sort of competitive information, what are some of the new solutions that, that you're excited about uh, coming into 2021? So uh, just before to answer that question, I, I will yeah. just maybe uh, step back and say, so what do we do actually to, to reach to the market as, as mm-hmm. a solution uh, uh, provider? So we have, we have a, a, a open uh, uh, January this year, uh, our, our innovation hub here in Sao Paulo uh, called La Fabrique. And, and La Fabrique, I, 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 I visited you there. It's a wonderful, it's yeah, a yeah, wonderful yeah, exactly. uh, environment, isn't it? That's is great, it's great. It's, it's, an old, it's yeah. an old fabric that has been refurbished, you know, very much in the kind of a new layout, and, and, and it's a great mm-hmm. environment. So what do we yeah. do here? Here, we connect with the ecosystem. So we connect with the startup. We connect with the fintech. We connect with the other innovation hub. We connect with the uh, uh, universities, you know. And obviously, we connect with our clients. So here, our, our, our job is really to say, look, Ingenico is now working on this new portfolio of solution as, as part of an open innovation. So we do co-creation, ideation session, and that's really have been working quite well, actually, uh, surprisingly, you know, despite the COVID, with a set of tools that we have that enables us to connect uh, uh, virtually uh, with our client, with our, with our partner. So there is a strong pillar of this connection with the ecosystem. You know? uh, and we have three pillars. So this one is the first one. The second one is that Ingenico is, for the last uh, 40 years, um, a strong a manufacturing company. So that means that our, our employees, our resources, our collaborators, they have this very strong structure. So we have to address that, that also internally. So we are having a lot of, of, of I would say, cultural, uh, make all our workforce you know, very much aware, focused on innovation, design thinking, agile method. So there is all this, I would say, um, uh, I would say we try to, to, to influence, to put inside the company this kind of new uh, competencies. But linked to that, it's very clear for us that we have a very strong diversity and inclusion, uh, I would say also, a program, because we say that uh, two things. We want to be in a position to attract the best talent. So for that, it's probably the new generation, they are going to be very focused and very demanding on how Ingenico stands on this issue. So, so that's why, you know, uh, we are very much uh, putting diversity and inclusion at the heart of our transformation because we want to, ac- to address uh, the talent. And uh, we also want to make sure that by being more diverse, more inclusive, with that will be an accelerator of innovation. And there are tons of literature on the subject that, that, that show that more diverse and inclusive companies are much more uh, uh, innovative. So that, that's the second pillar. You know? 
change management, mm. cultural change, innovation, diversity, inclusion. And the third pillar is, and, and I'm going to answer to your question, it's we are yeah. ending up you know, providing a new uh, solution to, to our client. And here we have done a couple of great things. So uh, the, the first one is we have engaged and start to design new solution on, uh, by, by, by doing this co-creation ideation session. Uh, there is a client that was telling us, look, uh, I want to have a, a, a facial recognition, a reconnaissance payment capability, you know, for the very crowded event. Uh, you go to the Maracana, you go to the, to the, to the, to the carnival uh, in Rio or anywhere else. You probably don't want to uh, have with you your, your credit card. So how can we develop a facial recognition payment mm. system? And we work... And this is here, I will say that Ingenico uh, brings uh, some value because we have the payment knowledge, we have the ecosystem to connect with the fintech that will have probably the fashion recognition knowledge and we build together the solution. So we, so we have been interacting a lot uh, like that. Another thing that we are doing, actually right now, we are in the middle of it, we have a program that is called uh, Outstanding and this is an acceleration mm -hmm. program by which we say, okay, mm -hmm. we want to solve and bring a solution to the uh, micro-entrepreneur and the uh, SME. Mm -hmm. So we launched uh, launch a challenge. Uh, we have had like uh, 45 uh, startups uh, applying. To be honest, our expectations mm -hmm. were, were, were closer than 20. So we are very happy with that. Wow. No, we have done selected uh, uh, 12. Three uh, will go on, on, the final, on the final round. And the winner uh, will take the solution and push the solution to the market, as well as taking uh, the, 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 the startup and, uh, and, uh, and putting also the startup into our, our innovation center of Barcelona, which is called zone to boost to give also more, I will say, market access in Europe to, to this fintech. Mm. So this is another uh, uh, thing that we have done. And probably it's like, an, like key... an incubator on steroids, like a, a really, exactly. really well-funded, like uh, like the, the exactly best incubator because, you, could, you, know, you could possibly hope for. For for a fintech for a startup, it's very interesting to gain uh, access market. That that's probably you know one of the mm -hmm. obviously there is the funding. Obviously there is you know, the, the scalability of the solution, the security of the solution, but also the access to market is probably you know one one of the tricky pillars. Yeah. So we are supporting them in, in all this element and, and also, again bringing them the uh, uh, access market of the uh, of Ingenico. And, and and probably another thing that we need to mention that uh, we are working on a big solution, you know. And, and this is here also yeah. where we are going to position Ingenico differently and, and where I say we are, we are increasing our portfolio of solution because but we will be a technical uh, enabler. We are going to position ourselves as an indirect participant, enabling, you know, uh, any uh, retailer, ISV, uh, e-wallet to connect with uh, PIX. Uh, and, and this is something that is going uh, uh, to be live by, by the end of the year. So you see, with, with all this kind of activity, uh, we are, and, and, and I am in, in, in my role of helping transforming Ingenico from a, from a world leader of, of payment terminal manufacturer that we, will, that, that we are and will remain to also try to be a, a world leader in, in payment solution. 
I, I heard you mention, you know, people wanting to go to Carnival and, and not taking their wallet and, and, and a lot of the very sort of innovative micro entrepreneurs that, that we see in, in, in Brazil. Does the LATAM market have some sort of unique and opportunities unique opportunities and unique challenges when, when you look at, you know, we, the, the, I guess the environment we live in down here and, and the people that, 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 you know, operate, you know, small businesses in Latin America. Yeah. Uh, so, so in my view that there are a couple of, of very particular, particular thing. Uh, the, the first one is probably that, you know, and, and again, it's very linked to our, to our strategy. Uh, I think we'll see more and more, uh, I, I mean, solutions that are uh, people-centric. You know? uh, I, I guess that, and th this is the opportunity, the challenge, it, it's maybe, you know, to, um, to let's say, to uh, how do we handle the, the monopoly of the big banks? You know? and, and, and I think this is one of the, mm -hmm. of the reasons why the central bank is, is pushing for the open banking regulation. The, yeah. the, the challenge is probably to how do we kind of free the market you know, somehow, uh, and, and that's the challenge. But the opportunity is that by, by being much more customer focused, but by, by putting the, the, the people at the center of any solution, I think there is there, there are a hell of a lot of opportunities. And probably one of the one of the key uh, uh, I would say points that will enable that is uh, the interoperability. So I, I think that for, for 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 our ecosystem, and especially in terms of payment. The fact that we will enter now with speaks as with an interoperable uh, uh, system will generate a, a lot of opportunity. A uh, couple of things, you know, uh, financial inclusion is also going to be a very strong opportunity. You, then we can look at microcredit associated. So I, I think we'll have the, the market is going, going to be fun, a lot of things to be to be done, and and again a very uh, buoyant Brazilian market. So, I mean, with, with all of this change and innovation, and it, it sounds like everything is moving so fast and, and the paradigms are shifting, you know, so dramatically, what, what, you, you need a certain type of person. So what do you look for in people when, when you're building your team? Yeah, I think that's, that, that's, that's, that's great. Um, that's a great question. For us, and, and, and I think that, that that's really, uh, we, see, we see a change, for, I would say, for the last probably a couple of years. I think we, we went from uh, technical skills, you know, very focused on the technical skills to, uh, to human skills. I think today, as you, as you rightly mentioned, the environment is, so, is, is moving so fast that, I mean, you have to be on a, a long life learning. You, know? you have to be able to adapt yourself. Uh, and, 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 and if, if I look at, you know, at what we are looking, so we say that human skill is at the center, attitude is at the center, uh, as I mentioned, you know, diversity, inclusion is at, at the center of our DNA. So we are going to look for people that fit for that and, 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 and there will be zero tolerance and there are already zero tolerance for people that, that not, you know, embrace diversity and inclusion. So we look for human skill, uh, adaptability, people that are inclusive, uh, and people that have that have a brain that is that is you know, I say, uh, orientated or focus is maybe a bit strong, but that are looking for innovation. And 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 you know uh, you know Kevin, you know, I I play rugby uh, all all my all my uh -huh. young young life, 
and and Me too. there's an image. I still play. Yeah, well, good for you. It's up, it's up to all for yeah. me. Uh, and and this is you know what, what we say you now in rugby. You have the tall guys, the smooth guys, the, the guys that are a bit fat, the, the fast one, the nuts. But everyone has its place, and probably most important, at the end of the day, we don't care who scores a try. We just want to win. Mm. And if I make an analogy to, with, with soccer, you know, soccer all that matters is to score the goal. And and so the people that we are looking, we are not looking for the goal scorer. We are looking for the team player that will make the team winning. Hence human skill, attitude, inclusion, and, and kind of team spirit. This is really what we are looking for. I, 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 pl I play second row in my rugby team, so I'm very familiar with uh, doing the hard work in the background. <laughs> so yeah. it's a great analogy. You need lots of different skills. Exactly. Um, so look, final question, uh, Maren, you know, if, if we look at the, the future of sort of the, the, the payment sector and, and, and fintech, here in Brazil and Latin America. So if I look forward to sort of say two or, two or three years from now, what, what will be the, the changes that, that the average consumer will notice in their daily sort of life when it comes to financial transactions? Okay, so let, first of all, let, let me try to answer the question because you know, it's, always, uh, it's always a bit tough to predict the future. So, so let, let me oh, try what to you, what, a, what, are, what are your hopes for? What, 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 yeah, are, what are you hoping for? Let, let yeah. me try to have an educated uh, answer to that. So again, sure. I think that you know, I'll come back to the, uh, to the uh, consumer people-centric. You know, I think that every evolution that we will see will put, will, 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 will kind of get, give back the power to uh, the consumer. So what does that mean? That means that data, everybody will own his data and everybody will be in a position to decide what they want to do with, with the data. And, and by being the owner of the data, you will enable and, and, and providing access to this data, you will be able to uh, have, you know, hell of a lot of FinTech startup providing tailor-made solution uh, for you. And then this is where probably the, the incumbent player are a bit, uh, might be destabilized uh, or, and might be and could be uh, disintermediated. So I think that the consumer people-centric, you know, uh, and, and, and the data will be at, at, at the very heart of, of all the new solutions. And when we say data, we say also uh, data management, a hell of a lot of, of data. That, uh, so that's mean. Uh, connection with yeah. uh, artificial artificielle, machine learning, uh, IoT, all this data in, in, integration will help a lot to develop again tailor-made uh, uh, solution. But that's probably one one of the one of the key things that, yeah. that that we will see. Another point is, uh, and it is probably the, the 100 million uh, guess is who is going to be the super apps of, of, of Brazil? Yeah. Uh, who is going to be the, uh, the WeChat or... or the we, who will be the WeCash or the we, yeah, WeChat of, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and because, you know, we will want to, we'll, we'll want, as a consumer, we want easy, easiness of use, you know, facility of transaction, but not only transaction of anything on one super app. So, so there are probably going to be a couple of, you know, this super app. Is it going to be Mercado Pago, PicPay, Amy? We don't know, but 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 probably something will, will emerge. Uh, another thing is probably, and that is correlated, is uh, the, the the importance of the marketplace. You know, because at the end of the day, the marketplace will be the aggregator of all the solution. You know, that will be how we will consolidate all, all these solutions. So 
we probably see also the emergence of a very strong marketplace uh, platform. And to enable that, you know, you will have to have some digital uh, identity that are very well, uh, very well, uh, uh, I would say, managed. Uh, I'm telling you that because you know recently I have I have had a, a discussion with a, with a very strong uh, consulting company, and then this is a kind of this discussion we exchange with them, and 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 I think you know we were kind of aligned on these big topics. But again, yeah, you know, don't quote, don't quote me on that in a couple good. of years. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we, we need to have goals. So look, uh, it, it's a great, great way to finish. So look, Baron, th thanks again for your time. It's, it's you know, th this space is just so fascinating and it's, it's going to affect so many people's day-to-day -day lives. So uh, I think we're all very excited to see, you know, what type of solutions Ingenico is going to put in our hands and, and uh, on the internet for us to make our lives a little bit easier. So um, I appreciate your time to let us know a little bit more about your mission. I'm sure you've only, it sounds like you've only just got started. So uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure excited for next year. Yeah, no, thank you very much, Kevin. You know, it's always good talking to you and it's always good you know, sharing the, uh, the view on the market and exchanging idea. That's, uh, that, that was great. Thank you, Kevin. Okay, well, thanks everyone. That was uh, Mara Mignot from uh, Ingenico. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and, uh, and uh, log on for some many more coming in the future. Thanks again, Mara, and have a great day.